be following Willie more and more. Back in the NRL as Willie Mays. That's forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25-minute man. Wow. Oh, you got skills, son! Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Too fancy for you! This is the Handshake Agency Podcast. Welcome to episode number 10 of The Take with Willie and Ian, number 10, double figures. Yeah, been a good year. I'm too close to this microphone. <laughs> I feel weird. <laughs> You're weird. Uh, how's your week, mate? Pretty cruisy, actually. Haven't really done that much. Weather's been shit. Um, a couple of little things, but yeah, not much. Didn't do anything on the weekend. How was yours? Yeah, good. <laughs> I'm only just coming out of it now, to be honest. And if I had to put... I can just sit on my high horse, just judge you the once. whole time. Yeah. Do you know what, though? Kicking the wall yesterday, and I've broken my tail, got the thongs on. Do you reckon you, you broke it, for I, sure? Yeah. You, mate, have you seen it? It's horrific. I don't know what is wrong with me. I'm the biggest imbecile ever. Mm. But, you know, it's oh, good. Well. The wall did not feel it. And to, is it tonight? I think you're on... You can't ask that on the ABC. Yeah. I've seen it. And have, you, have, you, have you watched it? It is... Really, really good. I think it's a great show. Before you did it, which was last year, wasn't it? It was ages ago, man. It was like probably July, I think. Yeah, it was a while ago. But I, I said to you, I really liked that show. And, and, and I tell you what, they've done a terrific job. And everyone, I think it's on the ABC now, but you can screen it on, on iView. Stream it, sorry. On yeah. iView. It's worth a watch. I think it is. I mean, I'm not one of those those people who just like film stuff and then like want to watch it back and back and back. So once if I, if I do something like that, it is what it is. I meant what I said. And then that's it. I don't really sit back and watch it and, you know. I watch so that sort of, every you know, I let, I let other people like you watch it. And I take, I value your opinion. If you say, yeah, come across good, I'm done. You know, so apparently it's really good. I've um, got some real good feedback online. So, yeah, I'm happy with it. And the good thing about it, I mean, you're always honest, but I know there's, there's a there's a, uh, there's a willy and then there's a real willy and the real willy came out in that yeah, the same way it I think they were really good. The way they, the way they did it was really good. Like it was probably it's not like no other interview I've ever had. I think you know that's why it's such a successful show. So they seem to get the best out of um, all the people that was a, a part of it. So yeah, hopefully it turns out good. Did hang on when you say interview, do, is that different from me? The best because I'm the best. Your, yeah, their second their best. Second You're the best. best. I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask Huey Bowman. Oh, yeah, that went well. Uh, all right. So this week there has been a little bit of kerfuffle. It's not really kerfuffle. All that's happened is that three of, well, two of the all-time great footballers and Matty Johns, who is also a fantastic, I mean, he played for Australia. He's played Origin. He's he's more now known, I guess, for his, his yeah. being a TV personality, but he's one of the smartest yeah. brains Don't get it twisted. What, what he does on TV is like, his football brain is up there with one of the smartest people who has ever played the game. And what he's done with the Melbourne Storm and what he's done with, I don't think people realise how much he does behind the scenes in a coaching. So he, that, they have offered to basically coach Samoa um, in... I guess in the in the World Cup and leading up to it, and they've offered to do it for nothing. Um, some people think it's a gimmick. You spoke to Joey today. Uh, would you like to shed some light on whether or not it's a gimmick or whether they're fair income? Definitely not a gimmick. Um, everything in the paper is, is spot on. You know they're willing to go and and coach some some off for nothing. You know Sonny Bill's willing to do it for nothing. And if I'm a board member on the Samoan country, the, the team and anything, everything like that. I'm like, 
Okay, I've had Matt Parrish there, what, since 2013? They were top four back then in the, you know, in the nations, in the world rankings. Now, I don't even think they're in the top six or seven. Like, how? How? Do you know what I mean? Like, just with the, with the players. So, it just reeks. It reeks of political bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, so you're going to have, you're going to brush the two Johns brothers at SBW for Matt Parrish, who's underachieved with the with the team that they've got. I just don't understand it, and it sucks because what's going to happen now? I know for a fact that RTS Roger Tuivasa-Sheck was going to play in the last World Cup. Found out Parrish was going to be coach, not playing. You know what I mean? Like all it t- all it was going to take was one player like that with the how highly regarded he is in the game, like a Tal Malolo, what he did for Tonga and uh, for Fida, then everybody went across. You know, and, and, it's, and it's put Samoa, uh, like, below, like, just say, I don't know, I think probably become sixth or seventh in the world. When they, like, have a look at this side. I, was, I mean, I was speaking to Rennie, Rennie Batuma today. Look at this for a pretty, you know, possible side. Like, two of us is Sheck, fullback, Brian Toto, Crichton, BJ Leilua, Noel Faluna, Dylan Brown, Jerome Luai. That's your back line. Papali, Payne Haas, Sewell, um, Big Tino, Luciano Leilua, Sofa Solomona. Like, there's a fucking joke. You know what I mean? That's going to – it'll nearly be an Australian side because of what the Tongan, the Tongan team, the boys, they really struggle with the halves. Look at that half. Like, you got Jerome Luai and Dylan Brown. Yeah, 100%. Like, they're, they're guns. You know what I mean? They are guns. They are superstars. That will rival any international team. You've got Saifidi brothers. I oh, know that. They're, they're Fiji. They're Fijians. Fuck, Ren. Bad male. <laughs> Um, I, I look, I think, but it's at Milford, like it's 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 unbelievable. Junior Paulo, it's you look ridiculous, mate. The rules that were brought in, where people f- who weren't from a first year nation were able to play state of origin as well. So mm. these are people that genuinely they're not going to stop their ability to play state of origin, which is obviously up there with the pinnacle of the game. So they can play origin, but then they can go and represent the country. I think that is such a brilliant idea to try and improve the international game. If you look at what happened with Tonga in, in 2017, 2018, with those amazing footballers that I don't think rugby league has had a level of passion like was seen with that New Zealand versus Tonga game where they were doing... You know, the Harker against... The, the, it was just phenomenal watching that. I think if they have an opportunity now to turn Samoa into what Tonga was... A powerhouse. Was, why wouldn't you do it? Like this, you've got to have a look at the greater good of the game and see what like the, the Tonga and Samoa and Fiji mean to the game, the international game. Can you not have a look at that? Like board members, someone needs to come over and trump Samoa board members or sack them or do something because you're going to hold that nation back. Do you know what I mean? Have a look what it's done for Tonga, what the, what the boys have done in the last five years, four or five years. They've gone over there, pretty much knighted over there. They're gods. And all these young kids want to be Talmalolo and Fafita and all these sort of guys. Like in Samoa, like it's, it's exactly, it's exactly that, they can get that love exactly from Samoa as well. Mm. But they're going to, if they fuck this up, this could be catastrophic. The you know th- what I mean? Can you imagine if Papali goes, I'm not going to play like for Australia. Payne Haas goes, I'm not going to play for a show. Tino Fasua Malawi said, I'm not going to play for a show. Do you see what message that sends to these young kids back in the islands? Have a look at the ripple effect it's going to make. Look 10 years down the track. Don't just look right now. That's all they're looking for. And it seems it's really political and fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, how the hell is this prick still in, in a coaching system? He's failed. It's over. So obviously he's in bed with one of the... Not in bed, you know, yeah, figuratively <laughs> speaking, but you know what I mean? Like, not a sex with, scandal. Yeah, with the board members or something like that because they keep backing this fucking idiot. What you know what I mean? Like, why is he doing this? Like, if I, if I was Parish, I'd just sit out. 
I'm, I'm, I'm done. I, the boys don't want to play for me. I'm done. If the rumours are true, and, and there's pretty strong mail that it's true, that the players don't want to play with him, how do you want to coach a side... Like if you're a coach, that's what I just said. Just stand how, down. Yeah, how do stand you down for the greater good of that nation. You've held them back for another what seven or seven or eight years. You haven't done the job. Nobody wants to do the what Taumalolo and Fafita have done. Like give up their national jerseys, yeah, Australia yeah. or New South Wales, everything like that to go and play for you guys, for him especially. So I'll be like, all right, I'm holding you guys back. See you later. Let the let the Joeys, let Maddie come in, let SBW. Can you imagine what, who and what they could bring bring to that nation? And even Joey said they were going to go back to the back to the islands and bring some and bring some local kids into camp. Can you imagine what that would be like if you're a young kid? Like the the ripple effect. Just think five to ten years down the track. Let's just not think immediate like rugby league World Cup this year. You know what I mean? Like. They make a wrong decision here that could ruin Samoa and rugby forever, rugby league forever. Well, and that's the thing. Like Tonga and Samoa essentially are rugby union countries. Like they are. That, so let's not get it twisted. They you, are. You've got you've got an opportunity now for these people to see a pathway. I, I look back at, I was only fourteen, but in the ninety one World Cup when Samoa um, made the quarterfinals of the of the Rugby World Cup, and that the, so Scotty Sear, who plays for Lobbies now, his dad played in that, and those people are still spoken about as if. Gods. They are, yeah, they're, they're gods in that country, and you've got an opportunity now for rugby league to do the same thing. And the fact that they are not taking on some of the biggest names in the history of the game to help that code grow, it just—I cannot get my head around it. Yeah, a lot of a lot of players, a lot of ex-players, they're kicking up massive stinks, man. They're not happy with this. I honestly don't think it's going to go through. I don't think you. I don't think you'll coach because I think everybody's just going to go nuts. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's they just won't stand for it because it's like, like a person like me, I won't stand for it. That's bullshit. I'll call you out on everything you've done. Like I just don't like because I know what this guy's done. He hasn't done anything good for the nation. Everything I hear is fucking terrible about this bloke. But he still has a job. Why? Then I start asking questions. Like what? The, what? What, you, what are you doing here? Do you know what I mean? Like obviously it's a political bullshit thing. He's Something with the board members, and it just gets real fucking shitty with the islands. And that's the problem. That's why most of the players don't really want to go back because they know it's bo- there's a lot of politics involved. Of course. A lot of money grabbing here and there. It's, it's, it's a money grab thing, and that's what it stinks like. And the players and the nation's going to suffer for this. If you've got guys like Papali and Big Tino and Asafa Solomona and Junior Paulo and RTS, these guys are in their prime right now. You know what I mean? Like mm. They can make such a difference. They can make a run. They can get to the final of the World Cup, not just like... Like, oh, we're just going to make numbers up. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're going to give it. They're going to give it a good crack if it's if they they will all play if Joey and SBW and Matty Johns are involved. Not if Matt Parrish is. They will not play. Simple. If we were talking about on the way to here tonight, and and you raised a good point. It's like if Andrew Johns picks up the phone, or Sonny Bill Williams, or Matt Johns picks up the phone, you answer the phone. If he, if, if, if they rang me just during the World Cup, said, "Will you want to come down?" And do, yep. Matt Parrish rings me. I'm going to hang up. Yeah. I don't care because he doesn't have that sort of – he doesn't hold that weight. He's not going to go, Willie, do you want to come down? Nah, man, I'm busy. Mm. Joey rings me up. SBW rings me up. Matty, do you want to come – yeah, done. And that's – can you imagine the pulling power that they would have? Anyone they wanted. Anyone in the whole game. Yeah. Ring up Wally Lewis. Come down, uh, teach Lewis. Yeah, okay, no worries, Joey. Mm. Anybody, anybody in the last 30 years – and now you're going to go, you're going to answer the phone call from Matt. No wonder no one ever goes into those camps. Yeah. Well, the other they thing, don't want to do it for him. You, and we've spoken about this before. If anyone thinks that, 
oh, well, Matt Parrish is a coach and, you know, Andrew Johns isn't a coach. He's a foot, you know, blah, blah, blah. When you get to that level, Will, that – they're not coaching you. You know how to Sorry. Hello, young Henry. You you're not getting coached to play a game. You know at that level how to play football. What you're doing is you're bringing people together. You're giving people a common bond amongst the team. You're giving people a way of playing, but you're not yeah. leading them into a, a game no. plan. And apparently like that was probably one of his worst things. You're overcoaching these kids. You're in a World Cup. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's very simple, the game plans. You're not gonna sit there and just try and teach Tam Lolo and all these sort of guys and the best forwards in the game, how to run the ball. Mm. You know what I mean? Like even Australian sides and New South Wales sides I've been playing in, it's probably the easiest level to play at because you you already, you know what to do. You know what I mean? And yeah, all you need is, that's why Wayne Bennett and all these guys are so good. Mal Meninga. All you do is bring that group together, get a leadership group, you put onus on the leadership group, let them run it, run the culture and everything like that. That's like the Tongan, this MMT did. Mm. You know, the MMT team did. I only started then. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Like, that's what they've done. They've given it to Tal Malolo and, you know, Fafita and everybody like that and Jenko, and they've got a really good leadership group there. But maybe Tonga's on the decline and Samoa's on the up right now. Looking at that side. Do you know what I mean? Looking at that side, I'm like, damn. Four years is a long time, rugby league, man. Be the best bonding night of all time with the Johns brothers, too. (laughs) But then (laughs) then you're going to have Sonny Bill Williams in there who's just going to drive that culture and everyone loves him and they look up to him and just the way he lives his life and he's about that life. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. People might be worried if, if because Joey and Maddie aren't Samoan. Who cares? They, you know what I mean. They want to play for these guys. Yeah, and I think and that was one of the hardest things to to read about when I was looking into it today. And they were saying that the Samoan team felt as if their heritage wasn't celebrated and hadn't they hadn't that's, taken into account. That's this, sickening. And that's all the shit that I know. That like all the players I've spoken to players and that have been involved in those camps, and they they thought that they couldn't really. I don't know, oh, what's, what's the word? They just couldn't express it through their culture and everything like that. And like, you know, someone, Simon, Tongans, we just chill. But surely that's the whole point of yeah, it. Yeah, you just chill. Don't try and tell us not to pray and all this kind of shit. And he was like, he was, don't quote me on that. I don't know if that was true, but hey. But but ultimately as well. If you can't tell these boys, sorry, you can't tell these boys what to do like with, with shit like that. But also celebrate it. Like the whole yeah. the whole reason embrace that people it. are representing their country. That's the word. He didn't embrace the culture. Well, getting, Fucking awful. Got to go. I mean, that's that's the reality. I'm 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 saying that with I'm not. And what did Matt Parrish? Did Matt Parrish come out and said they're welcome to come and join me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> thanks. For, <laughs> thanks for the invite. Are you serious? Thanks for the invite, mate. Well, just step down. That be that would yeah. if you if you had Samoa's interest as a as a nation and as a rugby league nation, you'd step down. Look, I don't know Matt Parrish personally. I don't want to say what sort of a bloke he's because I don't know. But ultimately, I'm saying he's a bad bloke. If I've got if I've got those three people, bad coach. I'm saying, thank you. I'll step out now because there are people that can do a better job than me. You've had two World Cups. Yeah, you didn't make the finals twice. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. With with the amount of people, you couldn't get people to play for you. Yeah, enough's enough. And the NRLs helped with saying enough's the enough. origin. Enough's stuff. enough. Just. Yeah, exactly. They, they've done everything they everything can they to try can. and get the players. They can play for someone. They can play Origin. They can do this. They can do that. The, the rules have been bent, and you still couldn't get these players to play and to perform. Time to go. Tavita Pangai Jr., speaking of um, – I mean, he obviously was part of that big Tongan revolution in the last World mm. Cup. What He's an come out today and said that he 
well, he apologised actually, saying, "I'm sorry, I stuffed you around, Brad Fittler, and I've rung Brad Fittler and I've asked if if I could be considered for Origin." I don't know. With these whole considered for Origin things, is he just trying to get his name in the mix? I mean, yeah. I think he's been playing well. Does he get picked though? I mean, I'd, if if he was if I'd if he him. was eligible, you pick him. Me personally, yeah, yeah. He's built for Origin, man. He's an animal. Can you imagine him off the bench? Just say, Freddie goes probably going to play thirty minutes back end of each half. Just rip people's heads off, go as crazy as you can, but a little bit more disciplined. Mm. <laughs> you big bastard, mate! I love everything about Pangai Junior, yeah. man. If it's if his anger and everything is just channeled into one thing, you see what happens. You can see what happens. He shut the he feeder shut down. the feeder down, bro. Yeah, he's the most damaging ball runner I've nearly ever seen. Or yeah. Exactly, he is probably the most damaging ball runner at the moment in the game. Definitely, you know what I mean. So, and all of a sudden. Um, Pangai Jr. just wants to turn it on because they're getting flogged. And, yeah. like, that's his boy. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, and he had he had it over him. I mean, Fafita's only a young kid. He's a young bull. You know, like, Pangai Jr. is a couple of years older than him. They're both big boys, man. But, like, God damn, if I was Freddie and they're picking Fafita, I'll be picking Pangai Jr. Your job, stop him. For sure. Stop him. Yeah, yeah. And that's all you've got to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he, I think he's built for origin. 30, 40 minutes, he's fit. Giving quality, quality ball. He's just going to be, yeah, he'd be an animal, man. He'd be one of my, he wouldn't start, he'd be off the bench. Yeah. Because you got you to you think about these, these things. Like, you got to pick bench players, people who make an impact. Don't just pick a guy who starts every single week and just because he deserves a start, you know, you put him on the bench. You know what I mean? Somehow, like, you pick a guy who's a destructive ball runner like that. He can start, he can come off the bench, he can do whatever. He's going to make an impact somewhere. And I think I think Freddie obviously likes him, but what? How many more? What, two more games before they got to impress? Two yeah, or three? Two or three. Need some man of the matches in that. Do you I know think he's what? been him and Payne Haas have got a big one-two hit combo. Man. Do you know what though? Looking at that Broncos pack, you probably. I mean, you can definitely make a case for Pangai. Carrigan played Origin last year, didn't he? No, he didn't play Origin. No, you got Payne Haas. You got like. Well, that's why everybody that ca- holds like. Brisbane in such high regard. It's not because of the Brisbane Broncos. It's no, because of the team got so that they've got, talent. man. Yeah, they do have so much talent. One thing that's noticeable, I think... Sorry, would you pick Pangai Jr.? Um, yeah, and look, I, I probably would. I, I think um, there's... Pro- look, we'll, we'll go through our teams. Um, I don't know. There's. I love the way he plays. There's, there's a lot of players playing well at the moment, and, and I think... Now that he's found a home at the edge, he's playing on the edge. I think you've got to you've got but to he can, pick no, him. no, no. You pick him in the middle, man. No, that's what I mean. You're oh, playing sorry. him in the middle, like he's playing on the edge. But realistically, he's but he can know, play he anywhere because he plays lock, he plays front row, he can play back row. So he's so versatile. Some yeah. players can't play anywhere but a left edge. That's right. You know what I mean? He, I think his best position I've been saying for years is a left edge yeah. because he's a left arm carrying a big right palm and he comes off his left foot. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, that's that. If I was a coach, like, just sit on the left edge until you find your bearings. Get you know, like Milford, and you know, they just need to find the right combination. They just haven't found it yet in the last couple of years, and they're just flicking him around. Put him in the middle because he needs the ball more. You know, I like, put him at front row, like front row lock in that system up there is the same position. Yeah, you know. So I reckon in the new with the new rules and the way things are going, I think when you get to that level at Origin, your bench has to be able to play both. You've got to be able to play edge. anywhere in the pack. So anywhere. when you pick these middles, these middles need to know. Everything in the middle and both edges. That's right. You and know, so like, that's, that's why that just should be part of the. It shouldn't even be a question. Like, we can't, I can't believe we're even fucking talking about it. But we have to because these kids have been coming through a systematic sort of program. When they sit on left edges, they sit on a right edge. They can't play left edge. They can't play middle. 
And that's, you know, it sucks because that's been the system for the last 10 years. And I've got no problem with them picking in the starting side, middle forwards and edge forwards. But if you're on the bench, you've got to play both. And so Pangai, in, under that, he makes a side as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah, He's built for origin, man. Yeah. So the other thing while we're on the Broncos, I guess, um, the rumours are, I don't know if they're true or not, but the rumours are that Was Xavier it in the Telegraph? Uh, it's true. It's true. Then I don't know. Well, Henry does our research for us. <laughs> Henry, Henry come know. on, bro. I'm joking. I'm taking the piss. <laughs> no, we're only joking. Because the Telegraph is always I think, true. I think Buzz wrote it. Yeah, Buzz. Uh, Buzz. Buzz must have been. He might have been pissed. Did you see Buzz? <laughs> I love He's Buzz. Pissed. Did you see? Buzz him? loves his show. He's one of the biggest fans. D- is he? He Did slid into see? my DMs. <laughs> yeah, come on, Buzz. You're better than that. Did you see? He said, "Bring back the Bears and Newtown and do a promotion relegation thing." Yeah. He'd had a couple. <laughs> he just must come up with his dumb shit when he's, he's sitting at home having on his about 15th whiskey. Yeah. You know what sounds good? Bring back North, the Bears. North Sydney Bears. Bring They've been the, trying to bring him back since 2001. I oh know. Gleg Fromer doing wow. some great work. Uh, so anyway, so whoever did, wherever I saw it, whichever reputable news source I got it from, Xavier Coates has signed. Daily Mail. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's Remember it. when you used to be in the Daily yeah, Mail all the time? fucking stupid. Headlines. Uh, we do the headlines later, actually. Mm. But uh, Xavier Coates is going to Melbourne. So, And the other thing is, Katoni Staggs has signed mm. back, and they're going to play him at six. Now, I can't believe they could come out with that. Well, this goes into what we were talking about last week. What's going on with their recruitment and retention? It's like, sign a bloke. Don't say, just he's a good player. We might yeah. sign him. There's another good player. We're going to let him go. And now we're going to say, all right, this kid's going to play 5'8". Never played 5'8 before. Here, have a go. How good's Melbourne? Lose arguably the best winger in the comp and get this like an up and coming freak. Oh, that's unbelievable, man! Their recruitment is unbelievable, and that's from the coach all the way down. It's Frank Panisi's down there. Yeah. It's a ridiculous system. They'd never miss. Congratulations to Melbourne. You got a stud there. Mm. He's a gun, that young kid. Imagine him on the end of that back line. Fucking just catch the ball. I think Fox will get a big shock next year at the Bulldogs, and then Xavier oh. Coates will be just going fucking. How easy is this? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's two sides of the coin. Um, yeah, man, Broncos lose again there. Tony Staggs, I don't think I'm not playing him at five eight. Sorry, no. If he, if I'm a, and I'm not sure if you if thinking I just say Reynolds or whoever's up there next year. You got him as a halfback. They just drift along, and then your five eight predominantly plays on one side. And just say if he's on the left side or the right side. If I'm right side center and he's on my right side five eight, I'm fucking changing clubs. Mm. Because he's arguably the best center in the game, yeah. And if and then he's gonna, it's like a two-edged sword. He's gonna get in trouble if he doesn't run it, or if he doesn't pass it. You know what I mean? If you're the right, you should have passed it. Oh, Katoni, we need you to run. Nah, man, you sit him on that edge and just give him early ball. You know what I mean? Like just give him early ball or go to the line. He's he proved last year he's one of the most damaging runners in the game. How are you gonna stop? How are you gonna do that at five eight? He comes he comes one one or two meters infield, so you get you're gonna go with some of the best defenders in the game. When he's out wide, he gets that you know, one meter in the middle was like ten meters out wide. Mm. You know what I mean? So he gets a little bit more space, gets a little bit more one on ones. If he's five eight, he's gonna get minimum two or three in the tackle every time. You'll crush him. You can't. It's just stupid coaching. You get you pay him whatever he's worth. I think he's worth probably a million dollars at the moment now. Put him at right center. That's where he played his best football. I wouldn't even if Kevy up there and that Kevy couldn't be looking at him going, "Yep, yeah, that's the next spot. That's the next Wally Lewis." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not. <laughs> it's not. 
last year, you're like, yeah, that's a freak center. That's a that's a that's one of the best up and coming centers we have in the game. They have to if they're not a five eight. They got to, well, they got to buy a halfback first. Although I'll tell you what, that Tyson Gamble. I'll tell you what he reminds me. He reminds me of when you're at the pub and there's a bloke there with a <laughs> bourbon and coke and he spills it on you and then he tries to fight you because it's your fault. He reminds me of a bloke like that. <laughs> You know those blokes? Yeah, really. You? So you're a good bloke, eh? Good bloke. Yeah. He's probably a terrific bloke. What are you trying to say? He's aggressive. I'm just saying I he's like aggressive. I like it, mate. And I reckon he Where's like... he from? He's probably from Toowoomba or something like that. He's, I think he's one of those blokes that's played... Everyone like... from Toowoomba's aggressive apart from Chris Walker. <laughs> I reckon he's played about three clubs. Tyson really? Gamble. Yeah, I remember. I think he played at the Tigers for a bit. Yeah, okay. Um, I thought they just ripped him from nowhere. I think poor old Tommy did, and he just got, the, he got flicked by Tom. Yeah, enjoy he's your, done. Enjoy your hey, year. Sit back and just enjoy yourself, mate. Like, what about him though? That kid as well. The Broncos. He was the next big thing. They they didn't want to sign Sam Walker because they had Dearden, and now he how bad with the is Cowboys. that? And now they signed with the Cowboys, and they're going. He can't play. He's awful. Play. Putting he's gamble terrible. in. I'm going to gamble. 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 <laughs> oh, I'm going to throw a gamble at you. Oh, hey, hey, let's get rid of Sam. <laughs> let's get rid of Sam Walker. He's how is your like your recruitment and just awful. say you, just say your GM, your CEO, and Sam Walker's like I actually I want to stay, guys. This would be the conversation. I want to stay. No, no, no. We've got this young kid. No, I really want to stay. And then I'm going to go, okay, no worries. All right. Knowing he's a superstar when he was younger. like yeah. It's not like he's just hit the scene now playing at the Roosters and killing it. He's been like that since he was 15. His name's Probably been less. around footy. Yeah, so for ages. And Union you're like, I'm going to pick Dearden over Walker. Who's responsible for that? Someone needs to be held accountable. The same idiot, sack him. The same idiot that's doing all their recruitment. Sack him right now. Yeah, right now. Him and Matt Parrish. Him and Matt Parrish. <laughs> calling for people's heads. Straight to Centrelink. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you know, one listens to this show. Like, you know, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise I might get in shit. Matt Parrish does. I heard he's a big listener. Him. Not anymore. Uh, so, this week, the games that we are faced with this week, it's a repeat of the round one game. Who are what? we going to tweet about this week? <laughs> I just want to apologise to the listeners and people on Twitter. I actually fucking fully forgot. I yeah. was, I was, wasn't. You, I didn't drink a drop of alcohol no. on the weekend. Nothing. I was like, I didn't. I forgot what game we we're going to do. I was it. I was and you're it. like great tweeting when you. I said, "What are you fucking talking about? I'm sitting. <laughs> I'm sitting at home watching footy, not tweeting." Do you know what I felt? I felt bad because I was at my son's rep thing, and then I was like, "It's it's running over time." And um, oh no, it was it was Friday night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Friday and then, night. And then I didn't. And then the game was called anyway, so I forgot. I'd, okay. I tweeted something without actually seeing the game. So that's how good I am. Explain to me with the draw. Why do the why are the Rabbitohs playing the Storm again in round eight? They played in round I one. Know. I don't get this. No, I don't know. I actually just don't know. Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. Well, put that about round twenty. But they've played. You know what I mean? Like they, they, you know, at the start of the year, they're going to be top, both top four teams. Start round one, and then go to round twenty. But it's kind of like they go. All right, round six. What are we up to? Oh, let's put. I don't know. Let's have the dragons and the. Everyone's Titans. getting bored. That was last week. Everyone's getting bored. Wasn't that last week? Doesn't yeah, matter. Fuck it's it. fine. I wonder, who, do, I wonder who does that. They sit around this little table around here, the brains trust of the NRL, and they come up with this shit. Same bloke doing the recruitment. Sack for the Broncos. him. Sack him. <laughs> it's the Broncos. It's Matt Parrish and the recruitment officer for the Broncos. It's bullshit. Uh, we're on fire tonight. Hate everyone. Uh, <laughs> it's because I kicked my toe. My toe's still yeah, throbbing. Fuck it. Uh, all right, the Rabbitohs and the Storm. The Rabbitohs have got basically their entire Reggies in the time. Mm. Um, Cody Walker at one, eh? Hey? That's exciting. Yeah. Look, he's, I don't know, I, there's a lot of pressure on this young Dean Hawkins that's come in at halfback now. But, I mean, yeah, why Pressure not? from who? From the media? Is that it? For, on himself, you know, though. On himself? Like, is, he the next big, is he the next big thing? Is he the next Reynolds? 
Is that is that who they're getting rid of? They're getting rid of Reynolds for this kid. Well, mate, that's is that what right? I'm well, that must be. You know, yeah. that's the only thing. So there is a lot of pressure from all South Sydney supporters. Yeah, if he doesn't, and you're going up against a Storm, that is playing some good football, man. Imagine that. You fir- and you're going Your first game. Starting, starting up. And Be- you think Bellamy doesn't notice that? They're Who gonna, have we got this week, try Coach? And crush him. Storm. Oh, fuck. Wayne obviously likes him. The club obviously likes him. Throw him to the Wolves. Throw him to the Wolves? Yeah, you got to. And they're obviously doing it. So um, good luck to you, kid. Oh, look, the Storm, I don't know. I, the Rabbitohs basically got nothing to lose here, have they? Because they do have a patchwork quilt side. Um their Ford pack's okay, but they've lost Cam Murray. I mean, if you look at the amount of blokes they've got out at the moment. Cam Murray, man, that's a big loss. It's a massive loss. Although they have put Jai Arrow in at lock, and I mean, that's he, he's just You just miss that ball player. You know, it, it's a great replacement, but yeah. who, who fills that void on the bench? I know a young kid will try, but he's been doing so many, he's been playing so many minutes and yeah. quality minutes. He's so effective around the ruck. His runs are really good. Average is probably about 130, 140 a game, mm. about 30 to 40 tackles a game. His efficiency is around over 90% in the middle. And um, it's a great replacement, but I just worry about the next man up. Yeah. But Wayne has that great culture. He builds that culture. Next man up, you just do the job. Yeah. Probably won't get as many minutes as Jairo because Jairo has been playing quality minutes. But yeah, these young kids, you probably get about probably 20 to 30. Yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? Jairo has been demanding, demanding at least like, you know, 50 to 60 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, doing it well, too. Like he's, oh, mate, he's a quality fit, player. Yeah. Quality, quality player. Um, the Storm, they've got... I'll tell you what, I like Remus Smith on the wing. They've moved him back into the centres, but, geez, he's a good winger. Is he? He's a gun. He's a gun. He's a gun player. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, all, we knew this at the start. We both said he's going to have a massive year, but... Yeah. He started off a little bit slow once they started. Once he started getting into the feel of it, and he started getting into the, the whole way they play, how they, their defense moves. All like we had question marks over the defense, didn't we? Yeah. Because him and Jennings never played together. Yeah. His attack was always going to come. He's a big, rangy, strong, strong, strong human. You know what I mean? Um, I'm happy for him, man. Leaving the dogs, sort of getting a flick from the dogs, and then just going, you know, fuck you, I'll leave, and I'll go down the storm and prove everyone wrong. So he's he's going to probably you know be the probably on the first pick. For New Zealand, if they pick that test, um, good on him. Yeah, I think uh, strong yeah. man, it's, and his defense is good, man. His yeah. defense is strong. He's a strong prick, bro. The Panthers, they just keep winning. They just keep turning up, and they keep winning. And I don't know. I can just see a year where they go through and then lose a grand final. But <sighs> um, they're, they're playing against the Sharks. The Sharks, I don't know. No, yeah, the Panthers I'm not big just, on the Sharks. Yeah, the Panthers just Sharks win are that terrible. Game. Panthers just win that game. Yeah. What'd they sack the coach? Bring back John Morris. What do you reckon he's yeah. doing now? Just, just counting his cash, sitting reckon, back. Do you reckon he death rides the Sharks? Or do you hundred percent? Like just oh, it, it'd be different. It'd be like I hope the, the players, players go good and everything like that, but I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Fucking hope the club just loses. I hope Josh Hannay slips over a banana peel and coach. <laughs> he's good friends of Josh. It's like, why would you give him that job? I know. I feel oh, sorry. I understand. I feel be sorry for him, mate. Worst job in the world. Mm. Penrith just keep going, but I know dude. Fisher Harris, love that dude, man. Yeah, he's good. Moses Leo, that's my Smokey for um, Origin. Yeah, on the bench somewhere. Yeah, imagine him and Pangai Junior just off the bench. Yeah, yuck, kill someone. It's gonna be a good Origin this year. Eels and Roosters, huh? What do you reckon? Look, I've I, I actually I've tipped the Eels, but I've I've got no confidence. I I think the Roosters. I'll tell you who's gonna have the best game in the history of rugby league this week. James Tedesco. 
You reckon? He's going to come out. Everyone's been saying, oh, he's been quiet. Pappenhausen's the best. You watched James Tedesco this week. He's been quiet. He's been killing it, Teddy. No, but then he's had two quiet games and everyone was oh, like, oh, he hasn't done enough. Shit. No, man, this should be a good team week. too because you've got Gutho over there. He'll be pushing. Yep. You know, like there's going to be a little bit of a challenge there. So, Roosters, they just keep getting injured. I feel so sorry for BMOS, Brett Morris, one of the best wingers to have ever played the game. To yep. end his career like that, I love you, bro. Like, I just just think there's, you know, it's, you can't, you never can finish on your own merit, you know, on, on your own terms and stuff. You know, not many players get that chance. And everyone has that thing in their head. They want to carry it around like Ray Price and Glenn Lazarus and all these legends, Shane Webke. That's in my mind. I'm like, yeah, that was their last game. And they, they they won that shit. It's it's, yeah. that, it's fairy tales. It never really happens. And I'm just I'm just shattered that um that Bmos had to go out like that with an ACL. It's terrible news because yeah. he's been such a great player for like you know far out. How long? When did he debut? Like oh eight oh nine? It's been a fifteen yeah. year career, maybe even longer at the highest level. He's um and one of the best blokes. Him and um Josh. So uh, thinking about it, yeah, I messaged him and he's um you'd be just fucking depressed and just over everything you know it's uh it's a hard thing to go through so if i'm the roosters i'm i'm they say who's captain this week and you go no one is mm. because coidner friend brett morris was captain tedesco was captain when he got knocked out it's a curse no mm. one's captaining the roosters this week yeah. you know who's captaining the roosters mike acevo <laughs> he's captaining the roosters this week uh that that will be a good game and it'll show where the that eels are yeah i've still got question marks on the eels did I? I tipped them not to make the eight, didn't I? We both what an did. Idiot. No, we both did. I've, been, I've got the Bulldogs and Knights in my in my top eight. The, I've got the wow. Tigers. Yeah, Tigers are coming good. I tipped them last week. Did you? You did, didn't you? Yeah, out of desperation. Fuck. Uh, the Raiders Knights. If the Raiders don't win this game, I'll tell you what. The Knights. The Knights just don't have any points in them. No. Like well, we all knew that for when Pierce is out. As soon man, as like Pierce, Pierce gets injured. Pierce, Pierce or Ponga, one of them's got to be – both of them got to be playing from the win. Yeah, they have to. They've got to start started forward pack, and they just can't get their job done. Because their um, centre three quarters are just not that good. Mm. You know, it's just – Raiders should win this. Bradman Best's all right. Yeah, but he's always injured. Yeah, You put true. that proper starting line up, and I'm like, that's a top eight team. Yeah. But they just can't get everybody on at the same time and everybody firing. They're definitely a top eight. That's why we both tipped him in the Easily, top eight. Easily. But Raiders, Raiders got – what, Hodgson is not – captain anymore is that what he said yeah he doesn't want to be captain anymore and, and the young kid george williams wants to go home so there's a little bit of shit happening down in the raiders yeah i think this is sticky a- sticky's that sort of like he can really galvanize the troops man they're not going to lose this one he also i think gets to a point with ricky stewart maybe he's starting to get to that point where it's he's had these run at the raiders and it's time for him to look somewhere different but um, yeah, i don't know i don't know like it's it's it just it looks to me like he's trying to get ricky stewart sacked no Matt Parrish and the Broncos recruitment <laughs> bloke and the bloke doing the draw. That's nah, Stiggy, they're just going for that little bit of a time, man. Raiders been in top four team for the last two years. So, um, you know, for a little bit of turmoil at the moment, but they'll be fine. Now, the West Tigers, let me tell you, the West Tigers last week were good. Um, that winger with the mullet, I love him. Zach Sini. Zach Zucchini. Zach Zucchini. <laughs> the Zucchini. Zach Keeney. Um, the Titans are, they're disappointing. Like, for the side that they've got... 22-0. How do you lose that? Wasn't it? Yeah. How yeah. do you lose that? Ask the Titans. I will. I'm going to ring no, Justin it's terrible. Mongrel. Get um, him sacked. He'd be, he'd be pissed off, man. That's the biggest comeback in Broncos history. It's a fucking big thing. Yeah. The Tigers... I'll tell you what. The Tigers look like they finally found the way to play football. 
Dewey played enormous. I wish he'd pass the ball a bit more. He's he's a terrific mm. ball runner, but you can't have a six that takes on the line that much all like the time, mate. all the time, all the time. He's, he's a, a big body man. Runner. I think he's a full. I'm not really. I'm not sold on what position he is yet. Yeah, yeah. keep fullback, five eight, fullback, five eight, center. Every, I don't everything. I don't think he's a five eight. But no, because he wants to run the ball. He's run. You know, so I think fullback's a perfect position for him because he can slip into the back line wherever he wants. You, ca- you can't. The thing is, though, that Dane Laurie's been their best player. He had an enormous game. Yeah, he's amazing, weekend. mate. I was cheering that home because I was the only one that tipped the Tigers. Did I mention that? <laughs> <laughs> no. Cowboys and Broncos. Here we go. Uh, I think this is a very, very important game for the Broncos because they can either fill the momentum that they gained last week or they can just go back to having everyone jump on their back. They win this game and they start to get a little bit of fresh air in terms of... Bit of momentum. You know? People sort of going, hey, it's actually working. They start believing in Kevy. They start believing in the team. They start believing in the system. Uh, Yeah, I get it. This is going to be a good game. It's just, hey, don't don't get it twisted. Both of these clubs aren't uh, coming one and two. doesn't matter where they are. They're going to go fucking crazy. I played in one of these games. My first game for the Cowboys against the Broncos. It was like an origin game. Crazy. We got, beat. we got beat. Tyson Gamble can get on the Woodstocks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Manly. Imagine Woodstocks are in there instead of 4X. <laughs> Far out. People Someone are fighting all the way down fucking Caxton Street. No, nah, they just. They would, I'm sure they all drink Powerade after the game these days. Manly versus the Warriors. Manly. I don't know. Hard to beat at Lotto Land. I'm going to back the Warriors. I think they're playing some decent footy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and I the, know, I just think uh, it'll be, what is it, the replay of the uh, 10 years uh, in the grand final, 2011? So that's that sort of rivalry they're always going to have. It doesn't matter where they're going to be on the table, they're still going to turn up. So I think the Warriors at their best. The young kid, Reese Walsh. Another Bronco special, that one. Recruitment bloke. <laughs> <laughs> you let him go. You know the best, you know the best thing about Someone that one? Someone sack him right that was, now. Sack him on the spot. That, that was a player swap, and then the Broncos yeah. never got a player back. So they You're just gave anyone. him a player. No, no, can't get that bloke. Uh, Dragons, normally they say they're May premiers, but they fought the wheels fell off after through April, so they became. Man, the what April is happening premiers. with the Dragons? They're heading to fifteenth, like I tipped them. Bulldogs, that's going to be a low game. That's a Channel Nine game as well, is it? Now, yeah, sack the Channel Nine bloke picking the game. Everyone at Channel Nine just get sacked, please. Oh, He's the fourth bloke. Remember, yeah. the, there's been some bludger games. Oh, it's terrible. An Elmo doll that wants to kill its owner. A kid's TV show where the main character has a giant penis. Poop-flavoured ice cream. A meme that destroyed someone's life. These are just a few of the hot-button issues we tackle here on That Sucks. A podcast for your ears. I'm Troy Nabobon. And I'm Dan Cribb. And if you don't listen to That Sucks on a Handshake Agency Network, then you suck. Join us each fortnight as we unpack some of the biggest fails across pop culture and beyond, joined by the occasional special guest. Head over to thepodcasts.com.au to check out That Sucks Now. You can also find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever good podcasts are sold. Uh, All right. This is a very exciting moment. This is a very exciting... We've got news. Give it to But first we've got... All right, so most of you would be aware that William and myself, I mean, if you listen to the show, you know we drink during the show because we've got massive issues, but thanks to our good friends at Young Henry's, Young Henry's have come on board 
and they have decided that they will help us by giving out a slab of wheat a week. That's over thirty five hundred dollars worth of beer to the winner of Bill, Willie's Big Boys. Oh, nice! Thank you, Young Henrys. This is fantastic news. So basically, if you're playing and you watch the show, which obviously you would, everybody does, everybody does. Yeah. So this is this all of a sudden. This is a genuine award that you want to win mm. because not only that, Will. A year's supply of piss. Wow. That's unbelievable. A case a week. That's not a year. Two cases a week. It's half Sorry. a year. Whatever. But I read it wrong. Do you know what else? What's up? Bondi Tony's. Yeah. The great Bondi institution of hamburger heaven. They're giving you one year of burgers. As well. Oh. So you're getting beer and burgers for being the can, best. Can you imagine boy. if James Fisher Harris wins and he's the best forward in the world and then wins it and just becomes the worst? And that's <laughs> and he's because he's drinking piss and on eating burgers every single week. I'm actually um I'm actually quite a great keen deal, for eh? you to give this to someone who doesn't live in Sydney so we can yeah. have a burger. I'm gonna give it to Tao Malolo so um we can just drink piss and Eat burgers every week. Look, the blokes from Young Henry, to be fair, they're they're, they're huge Rabbitoh supporters, um, mm. and so they they actually really do like the show, and they're, and they're massive rugby league fans, and they make some really good stuff. Um, and we're happily drinking along Young Henry's every week and drinking a lot of it. Do I can I win this award or not? Yeah, the, and man, I can as well. I'm fat. <laughs> we both win it. Um, yeah, look, so basically. Um, Every week now, it hasn't changed. You're still giving points mm. for the big boys of the week. But for everyone who is tuning in, if you win this award, you're getting a heap of stuff. You're getting the best beer in the world. You're getting burgers. What else would you want if honor you're a big glory. boy? Nothing. What, what, I don't, hey, Young Henry's is doing their job. We're going to ruin your off-season. So who have we got this week? Um, I can't go past three points for um, Fisher-Harris again. Something like, I don't know, like 18 hit-ups is off the top of the head. Nearly 200 metres, 32 tackles, not one miss. And probably about, I think about 60-something minutes played in the middle. He's just putting up some ridiculous numbers. Two, um, two points go to Payne Haas. Same sort of, same sort of numbers. The missed the miss tackles are like at a minimum. These guys are making over 30 to 40 tackles a game. Missing one to two. I mean, that's huge in the middle. Like, you usually slip off a couple in there, but, like, their efficiency is out of this fucking world. Um, one point to uh, Kaloa Matangi, the young back rower. It's different for most of these front rowers and people at home. Like, when you look at their stats, like 180 to 200 metres, understand that when you take take kickoffs and dropouts, they're giving you, like, just say if you take five, that's 100 metres. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so just be careful when you look at the metres. When you're a back row and you're getting, like, just say six, I think you've got 16 touches, about 160, 70 metres. He's making 10 metres every single break average. You know what I mean? I think he made 32, 32 or 33 tackles, not a miss. You know what I mean? So the numbers he put up was, is crazy, mate. But um, all three of them have been, they've been on fire, man. Like, Kalamatungi, he's, he's a beast. Kalamatungi's well, haircut is phenomenal. Yeah, too. Um, I can't wonderful. believe Wayne's like still, still dumb. He's allowed he's, that. Yeah. yeah, I think Wayne's probably Wayne's one of those dudes. You have to like dye your hair or have something ridiculous done so he can actually see it. Because usually he just doesn't give a fuck. No. Like he just thinks it's a normal haircut. Shave those sideburns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's one of those. Um, yeah, but these guys, man, Fisher Harris is on another level. Well, Fisher Harris is on top of the leaderboard, and he lives in Penrith. So I, I know. And if you 
when you're tuning in, James, I know it is a long way from Penrith to Bondi. So if you do want me to eat your burgers at Bondi Tony's, surely you can get into Bondi somewhere. I'll take it for the team. And thanks again to Young Henrys. It's been um, it's really really good to have you on board. Basically, because we like drinking your beer because it tastes good. But anyway, thank you very much for your support. What about Yamaha? Was that it? Yeah. Did you read that? No, I didn't. Well, read it. Yamaha coming on board. Oh, yeah. For the winner? Jeez. Jeez. They'll be really happy with you, eh? Good host. Do you know what? No, to be fair, if you look at me, I am so technologically I don't even know what unsound. you're looking at. I don't know either, but I do look at beer and I look at burgers and that's my... You're more... You're a culture I'm looking at that board there. It says Yamaha. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> so, Yamaha. Really, Thank so you Yamaha's for Yamaha. Yamaha's coming on board. They're going to give you some... Um, whatever these things are on our heads. Headphones. headphones. And they're going to give me a scooter as well. Yeah, I'm going to get a... Motorbike. Is that, I'm is getting that, a motorbike. That's not, I'm going to get a motorbike. <laughs> that's not confirmed. <laughs> All right. Well, if our bets go well this week, then a junior club, they can buy their own motorbike. William, mm. can kids ride motorbike? They probably can't. Harold, how are we? I'm fantastic. How are we? Mate, uh, Nit, there's a real theme running with your jumpers at the moment. Well, we're on, I'm on the knit. You're on the crap shirts. Correct. Uh, yep. Yeah. And your knit last week was a different colour, but I feel like it's the exact same and you've just bought two, but in different well, colours. Well, good folks from the menswear store have been, you know, hooking me up, so. Yeah, very good. Mate, how was your week? Good? Yeah, good as gold. Cannot complain. The weather's getting a bit cooler, but that means we're getting into the nitty-gritty of Which the footy season and that's on. just the way life should be. <laughs> means you can get the nitty-gritty on your body. There you go. Very good. Now, you were going to get nude for us this week if something happened. What was it? I've forgotten now, but I just <laughs> well, remember. Um, if if the Tigers won. Up. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So if your bet got up, was it? Yeah, so the Warriors fell over the line at the death against the, um, against the Cowboys, so that saved us. And Penrith, not putting the cleanest through Manly. So Willie was right on that one. So that's where I went wrong in my mm, multi unfortunately. Right. But I get to keep my clothes on. Only for this week because we're going to yeah. find something for you to get nude on this week as well, Harry. That's Ooh, coming yeah. out wrong. Yeah. I don't want to see you naked. I do, no. kind of, but I don't. Anyway, my bet this week is I think probably the pick of the bets to be honest. Yeah, it looks amazing. It's a phenomenal bet, and I just cannot see it getting beaten. So I am going the Storm to cover the line, which is, I think, the biggest gimme of the week. The Seagulls to cover the line at Lotto Land, and then the Raiders to cover the line against a depleted Knights outfit that can't score points, even though you love them. Harold, tell me how good I am. Uh, Not bad. The Storm, boom, big tick. You're right. That's just a gimme. The Sea Eagles at the six and a half line. I think the Sea Eagles will win, but you can't ignore the Warriors' day form. They're four from four uh, in 2021. All four of their wins have been in the daytime, and they've covered the line comfortably in all of them. So what do you buy into, the Tom Travojevich resurrection of Manly or the Warriors at, at the daytime? They'd won, they won at Manly last year as well. So that one... Was a that's a hard game for me to pick, but I'm going to go this. I'm going to trust in Tom Trebojevic. and that Raiders game. You're a brave man because I did, I did not want any bar of that game. Who knows what's going to go on? But the Knights struggling severely for points at the moment. Yeah, it's just pass it to Ponga and hope. There's no creativity. There's no continuity. They're probably missing David Ferner as well as, as their attacking coach more than we probably realise because he had them scoring. 
20 plus points every week last week, uh, last year. So, so what price am I getting and which wonderful organization am I getting it through? Look, the good folks at Sportsbet are giving you $6.35 for that. It's look, better than bank interest. No, it? look, mm. no one should ever count their chickens, but I do tend to agree with you. I think that's, I think that's pretty good. That's great odds. I'm just yeah. so good. I think that's pretty good. All right, uh, William. William's got a bet um, here. What's mine? The Rabbitohs uh, with the plus eight. With the line. With yeah. the line, is it? Yeah. Yep. Seagulls to win, Dragons to win, and West Tigers. Tigers with the, the line. line too. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. the Tigers. Love the West Tigers bet. Just cannot trust the Titans away from home. Um, no. Yeah. Dragons, look, they they are the April premiers, but, gee, they get a good chance to sort of bounce back this week. Seagulls, as we just discussed, and – even though they're missing a lot of guys, the Rabbitohs may keep it close, but you just got to bank that the Storm have an off night away from home, and I'm, I'm not sure that plus eight line looks a little skinny. So what have we got on that one then? Yeah, so Willie's got $7.20 from Neds Ooh, on that one, so Neds. he could get 360 bucks. Yes. If, if the Rabbitohs dig in. And the producer has gone... Uh, the Swans, the AFL. North Melbourne. Again. How did he go last week? No good? No, no good. No, no good. good. Would you say it was the worst bet of the lot? Yeah, I would too. Yeah, comfortably. comfortably. Uh, Swans, North Melbourne, Western Bulldogs, 40 plus. What have we got there? Uh, he's getting $12.81 there from Sportsbet. Right. So he could put 640 bucks. In, in the, the uh, in the coffers of some uh, of some sporting clubs out there, I tell you what, we actually do need a win because it's been pretty lean the last little while. Since my so, week, was yeah. it? It was since yeah, I know. Yeah, did yeah. You just, you I was scratching my head yeah, pretty hard trying win. to find a good combo. So, mate, what have you got? Look, eight dollars and five cents from Ladbrokes. I've gone the Storm at the line. I think like you, I think the Storm will win by two tries. Uh, Panthers thirteen plus. Sharks are just. Yeah, what, what's doing there? And the West Tigers, I like them as the underdog in that game. Titans are just leaking. In their last three games, it's been 36, 40, and 36 points. And they're wow. up 22 nil in one of those games. Yeah, so it's just, no, nah, it's just not good enough, you know? So it's hard to trust the Tigers, but I think the bookies have got that market the wrong way around. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, all right. Well, so when we all win that, we're going to have thousands. So, Mate, thank you once again for all your support. Thanks to bettingsite.com.au. Everyone should just get on there. You can get all their, all your best odds. You don't have to do it yourself. Um, and if you're inherently lazy like me, that is a wonderful, wonderful system in which to do it. So uh, bettingsite.com, bet right with Bettingsite. Harold, thank you. I look forward to seeing what sort of shithouse knit you're wearing next week. <laughs> Might come in with a green one next week. Who knows? Looks good. Thanks, mate. All right, we'll see you guys later. later. We'll see you next week. Yeah, mate. All right, William. So gamble responsibly. Oh, see. Oh, well done. Mm. Well done. You're welcome. The uh, the tips situation. Um, look, the producer's still cheating his way to the top, but I don't. I don't even care. But get on our socials because. You can see who we've tipped. I don't care about anyone can else. Am I going that bad? Oh, look, bad. That's that's you that know, bad. subjective. You're going all right. What have we tipped? We've tipped the same except for the – you've tipped the Warriors, I've tipped the Seagulls. Mm. 
Oh. Storm Panthers, Eels, Raiders, Titans, Broncos, Warriors, Dragons. Do you know what, William? The Seagulls, out of all the 73 clubs you played for, were the only club that wished you a happy birthday on Twitter. And this, yeah. this is how you thank them. I think you oh. should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed that. <laughs> uh, I thought that was nice. Good on it you. It was nice. Whoever's doing the Seagulls socials, good on you. Good bloke. Well done. Raise. A- oh, give him a raise. Give him- <laughs> he can take Matt Parrish's mm. job too. He could probably do a better job of the Broncos recruitment. Easily. All right. Now, obviously in the last little while, there has been a lot of, uh, a lot of talk about reality television and married at first sight and uh, all of these things. But what people probably don't remember is that you were one of the original stars of Hell's Kitchen Australia <laughs> Which original lasted, stars. Well, the original stars. It, it sadly got canned the year after you did it. Did it really? Yeah, yeah. That was the end of it. So, yeah. I'm good but, at that. I'm good at that. But <laughs> you have been on a reality TV show. And yeah. What people don't realise is that you actually made the grand final. Yeah. There was supposed to be a headline, and I was probably supposed to write it down, but I'm going to make one up. Mm. Willie Mason robbed in... Hell's Kitchen Grand Final by who won it? Deborah. By Deborah. The original. Um, oh, Pippa from Home Pip, and Away. Yeah, OG Pip. Oh, I loved Beat her. Me. Yeah, I, I, I Do you know what? You win. weren't robbed. I've changed the no, headline. No, no, no. She's yeah. She deserved it. She deserved it. Um, She'd be a good cook too. She had to raise twenty six foster kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fun, man. It took me a while to. Um, I get asked like Sammy. Sammy AU looks after a lot of that kind of stuff when I was. Just when I retired, and I was sort of real skeptical of doing that sort of shit. You know what I mean? I don't want to do like fucking Dancing with the Stars and I wish you'd done all that. that rank shit. Have you ever, you ever seen me just sitting there like, like uh, <laughs> waiting for like a score and like from some fucking, <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Like Willie, you got to like you got to work on your cha cha and shit like that. Nah, Todd McKenna judging yeah, your tango. I could, I could not deal with that. And I look, um, I mean. I'm not going to bag anyone who's been on it. It is what it is. But I'd never, ever do that sort of reality shit because I just can't see myself <laughs> fucking copping shit from some dude like that. Um, you can dance Or too. Survivor. Or like um, any of the shit that's going on. Like get, uh, Jungle, get me out of here. Brownie wants you on Brownie that. Brownie wants me. I'm not fucking doing that. that. I'm not eating testicles and shit like that, man. I don't <laughs> not, not cooked ones. No. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> I just can't see myself doing that sort of shit. But um, Sammy goes... Do you like cooking? And I love cooking. Yeah. Do you like Hell's Kitchen? I was like, and I thought it was like Gordon Ramsay and this dude just going fucking crazy and like a lot of un- under pressure and all that kind of stuff. And it was, you know, it was going to be good. And it was Marco Pierre White. And he's the one who actually taught Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. And fucking schooled him. Um, but it was, it, was, it was one of the best experiences I've had. We had six weeks. It was six weeks of non-stop filming. So four weeks and then the last two weeks of the final. I ended up making the final. But it was all about teamwork. That's what I've sort of put it down to. Like when you're in the kitchen, when they see you, like when they film you, and everyone's rushing around, all that sort of shit. Red team versus blue team. All that is is organisation and le- and sort of leadership skills, and that's about it. Time management, and that's the sort of skills that rugby league players sort of get given without even really knowing. And I was actually just like, I was really good at it. Just like you need to do that. It wasn't, it wasn't that hard, you know what I mean? Like, but for other people being rattled, never been in t- team environment, couldn't build a team or talk to people the right way. Um, they, they couldn't do it. They get rattled. They couldn't, like, Marco's there fucking screaming and swearing and shit at you, like, rat, trying to rattle you on purpose. And 
man, I'll just, if you talk to me like that, I'll just laugh. I got fucking, I've got bigger roasts than fucking Wayne Bennett and some of the like dudes that'll just destroy your soul. I'm not gonna cop shit from like under cooking some salmon or something like that. Like, it's not fucking cooked, right? I was just trying to cook it. I'll, 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 I'll try. Put it, I'll put it back on. I'll put it. That's exactly right. I'll put it back on. You need to. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, no, you know what I mean? Like, then, then you go see the other side or some of the people on the team. Like, they get rattled. Oh my god. Uh, and I'm like. Oh, well, I'll just try and I'll do that better. You know, all I think is how I can do it better. How do I build a team? How do I make it more efficient? Just to beat those other fuckers in the red team. That's all it was. And we kept winning all the challenges. And shout out to Gaz Beetle, my man from Geordie oh, Shore. We had a Shore, fucking right. great time there. Right. We both made the final. Deborah was in my team. And it pretty much just went down to the the fans and all that kind of stuff. So Deborah won. She was amazing. I love Deb. She's such an amazing woman. And I would have actually felt bad if I won because she was talking about like how much it meant to her, like cooking for a family and how much it means to her, like cook on a Sunday and get a family around and said, fuck, if I win this, and even Gaz was like that, if we win this, we feel really, really fucking shit because mm. we're just two blokes just like on the here and just we end up doing pretty good. Tell, tell me about chefs, William. How, if, in terms of rugby league, players get a rap of being yeah. quite... You know, hard, hard at the party. And I've always... It's weird because my mate Andy, I'm not even going to say his whole name, he was he was his um, Marco Pierre White's right-hand man. And he does a lot of his restaurants, looks after 50 of his restaurants in London and all through Europe and all that kind of stuff. And, like, he was only... I think he was about 28, 29. I was just... We were drinking piss, like, four... At least, like, four times a week getting home at like two or three o'clock in the morning and then having to film. And this dude was just a beast. I'm just like, fuck. And I've hung out with chefs before when I was playing and they go hard, man. Are they you, go are hard. You, are you sitting here seriously saying four nights a week, William? Yeah, I think we film four nights a week. <laughs> <laughs> five, I don't know. I was Maybe five, but every time. So I was getting along with Marco. I was getting along with Andy. And I had a really good relationship. I just had a really good relationship with Marco now. Well, but, um, every time I've, I've travelled over when I retired, when I was playing over there, like 2017, 18, like I went over and stayed, stayed over in his hotels, stayed at his house. Like he invited me over there. We've, you know, we're actually friends. So made some really good people. It's probably one of the best things I've, I've experienced, like out of football. You know what I mean? So it was, um, it was, it was amazing. So I'm still really good friends of Andy and Marco at the moment. So, and you actually still are actually a really good cook. And I it love cooking, me, man. It pains me to say that, but you do, you cook yeah. some really nice stuff, and I <laughs> eat it. So I'm lucky. <laughs> All right, that concludes another week of the Take with Willie Mason. We would like to once again. A big shout out to Young Henrys for coming on subscribe, board. Subscribe, subscribe. No, I'm doing share, subscribe. Is it? No, sub- yeah, something. What oh, is you it? Just you throw me off. <laughs> anyway, Young Henrys, thanks very much. Bondi Tony, thanks very much. Yamaha, Yamaha, who I forgot before, but I really like headphones and Bet the motorbikes. Right. Betting site and Bet Right at Betting site. We would really love to see some more reviews. So rate, review, subscribe. There you go. Is that it? Rate, review, subscribe. You put me off. Right, huh? See you next week. Relax.
You've been listening to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney, and presented by the Handshake Media Network. <laughs>